Welcome to Kepo Cafe Podcast live from the Kepo headquarters. Each week, we will deliver the best hard-hitting analysis of business and entrepreneurship. For today's topic, we're going to talk about the five marketing tips for any businesses in this world. My name is Dennis Jastrizal and I'm your host for today. First of all, I would like to remind everyone that due to the increased cases of COVID-19 in our country, please stay safe. It's okay if you want to go out and chill with your family and with your friends, but please don't forget to follow the SOP, as in don't forget to wear masks, please keep your distance with the surrounding, and don't ever forget to sanitize your hand wherever you go. For those who are not feeling well, I hope that you will always be in a good condition and please take a good care of your health. Most importantly, please stay at home. Alright, so marketing is one of the most important things a business can do. Not only does marketing build brand awareness, but it can also increase sales grow businesses and engage with the customers. Marketing is important because it helps you sell your products or services. The bottom line of any business is to make money and marketing is an essential channel to reach that end goal. Creative explained that without marketing, many businesses wouldn't exist because marketing is ultimately what drives the sales. Sure, you need to have a good product, but if people don't know about your offerings to begin with, then how can you generate the sales? As for today, I would like to share with you guys the 5 tips of marketing in business. Without further ado, the first tip is double down on what's working. It means that if you currently have any business that running right now, and maybe you can have the interest to make other business, you know, you can spend more time thinking on other business, but I personally think it's better if you put more efforts on what's working for you right now. I think a lot of entrepreneurs like to try new things, myself included. They always want to want to start new things. There's a shiny object here, another one over there, and look at that one right there. It's the next big opportunity that excites us. I think that's how we all are. From a marketing perspective, when you look at your business, I think it's important to look at what has been working for you and double down on that. Put more efforts on that, put more hard works on that, and maybe you can succeed in that, in that business. Um, I, I've certainly uh, fallen victim to the net shiny thing syndrome in the past. I relate in a little bit over the years. But now, from a marketing perspective and a lead gen perspective, I only think about what's actually working for me. On to the next one. You can use the 70-20-10 rule. The key to effective content strategy is finding the perfect balance between promotional and brand building content. With the frequency that content is published these days, it's important to follow a framework that guarantees that you are publishing valuable content. Not just filling a gap in your content calendar. This is where the 70-20-10 rule comes in. Originally created by Eric Smith for Google, the 
2010 rule breakups content planning into three sections to create well-rounded social media strategy. First, 70% of all content should add value and build your brand. Second, 20% of content should be relevant share content. And third, 10% of all content should be directly promotional. By utilizing the 70-20-10 rule, you create a social strategy that educates and engages your target audience. 70% of all content that you create, uh, you should build your brand image and add value to your target audience. You can also think of the 70% as the beginning of your lead generation funnel. When creating content for this portion, go into detail about the unique aspects of your brand, provide educational value for your target audience and spur interest in your product or services. Remember, this is the portion of your content that makes your audience connect with you and your unique brand qualities. Tell your audience what makes you, you. The 20. 20% of all content you publish should be shared from different sources. This includes relevant industry news, positive customer feedback, product shots, and any other content you've sourced from outside of your creative team. It's vital that this portion remains relevant to the subject matter of your brand and product as to not alienate current followers. When utilized correctly, this portion builds trust between you and your audience. You're probably wondering on how you you know, you're going to sell anything with only 10% of your content strategy reserved for promotion. In reality, the other 90% of your content strategy has been subtly promoting your company by building community, brand recognition, and trust. Only use 10% of your content strategy to promote deals, new products, and services as to not irritate your audience with overly sell, you know, salesy content. When done correctly, applying the 70-20-10 rule to your social media strategy, it has the potential to grow your following, engagement, and sales. Don't forget to follow these tips you know, for more effective way in order to marketize your businesses. On to the next part. It is a value proposition. What does this mean? Alright. A value proposition is a statement that answers the why someone should do business with you. It should convince a potential customer why your service or your product will be, will be more value to them than similar offerings from your competition. You know, why your company is great, but do, do, you, do, you, do your potential customers know what sets your brand apart? A good value proposition can give you an advantage over your competitors and is often what your prospects use to evaluate you. And for many consumers, your value proposition is the first thing they encounter when exploring your brand. So, having a clear, concise value proposition is more important than ever. When creating a value proposition, it's important to identify all the benefits of your product or services offer. Describing what makes these benefits valuable in a quickly digestible way, it will help your value proposition make an impression. It's also critical to identify your customer's main problem about your value proposition. By connecting this value to buyers challenge, your value proposition will become more clear. 
this is what helps differentiate your brand as the best provider of this product or service. There are a few top characteristics of a great value proposition. The first one, be concise and easy to understand. And number two, define what you do. Number three, make it easy for someone to find you in an online search. On to the fourth one, explain how your product resolves a pain point for your potential customer. Be displayed prominently on your website or your consumer touch points. Answer the question, you know, if I am your ideal customer, why should I buy from you instead of any of your competitors? That seems like a lot of to fit into a concise statement, doesn't it? So it should come as no surprise that creating a good value proposition is a struggle for most marketers. MarketingExperiments.com survey that marketers found that many struggle with value propositions because either, you know, their, their company has an identified one, their company doesn't clearly express it, and their company isn't testing or measuring its value proposition. Well, good value propositions can be as elusive as a unicorn, but that doesn't mean they can't be found. But as you, as, you, as you know earlier, most marketers struggle with putting a good value proposition together. Here are a few common mistakes that can get in the way of creating good value proposition. First one, not having proof. Of course, you love your product. Of course, you think what you've got is the best ever. But should you say that? No. If your value proposition declares that you have the most easy-to-use marketing automation platform on the market, You've got to back that up. Take, you know, take Zoom, take Zoom video conferencing for an example. It is claimed that it is the first video conferencing and web conferencing service. It's backed up by a Gartner analysis. But you don't have to have a study by leading an IT research and advisory firm to back up your claims. Case studies and customer testimonials can give you the proof that you need. Second one, not being clear. We've all been there, having visited a site or read about a product and being left with the question, but why should I care? It's easy to see why people should buy your product or services when they, they're your product or services. But for everyone else, you need to clearly communicate exactly what sets you apart. If your site or value proposition doesn't clearly and quickly communicate your selling points, why someone should become a customer your potential customers are going to find a company that does and you will see that in your site's bounce rates a good value proposition can be the difference between your next customer or another bounce statistic creating a compelling value proposition doesn't have to be overwhelming clearly communicating communicating what makes you unique without being too clever with proof and testing will help you stand apart from your competition. For the four tips of the marketing tips for business, uh, this one is a, is very common to 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 all people, to everyone because like basically in life you gotta believe that you know however or whatever things that you you may experience please don't give up all right so for this one it is don't give up 
until miracle happens. Alright, from this, what what do I mean by this? It is almost every successful person begins with to believe the future can be better than the present, and I have, and you know, and you have the power to make it so. Believe in what you want so much that he has no choice but to materialize. And please set in your mind that I am capable of achieving miraculous things in my life. I am. I am joyful and I am clear on my goals. You know, tomorrow morning God is about to drop you a miracle that will cancel every worries in your life. Be who you are, not who the world wants you to be. We live on a blue planet that circles around a ball to fire next to a moon that moves to the sea and you do and you don't believe in miracles just believe in yourself and for sure you will succeed in whatever that you do don't wait the time will never be just right just please never stop believing in hope because miracles happen every day you are entitled to miracles because of what you are all right i'm gonna go for the for the last one which is action speaks louder than word all right <clears throat> you may know some people or any any entrepreneur or any businessman that you know that that can that can promote their product you know that can talk a lot in business they have they have a good pr have a good uh, you know communication skill but it is indeed it won't work without the action all right so from what i've learned uh, during my during my life uh, to be a good leader or to be a good businessman it is important to make your action clear you know it really doesn't matter how high up you know in an organization that you've reached your leadership actions and behavior say everything about your intentions people are watching you it's business leadership basics and general human knowledge that what you say isn't as believable as what you do and bad leadership reflects poorly on all facets of the company from culture to brand perceptions think about the last time you were supposed to meet with someone or have a conference call and the other person simply didn't show up or think about the person who asked for a proposal or report right away and then they never follow up with you after you met his or her unrealistic deadline how utterly arrogant is that well i had the experience on you know when i sent out my last book to some high profile ceos i got a few simple email responses and one phone call of gratitude from from most recipients i got no response at all which was a bit of a turn off i'll i'll admit it but yet there was one ceo of a global multi billion dollar company with nearly 200,000 employees who found the time to send me a warm note of thanks with everything he had going on i was touched and immediately after that thought you know it popped up into my mind like Wow, that must be the kind of personal touch with which they treat all their employees and guests. You know, don't comp- 
complain about what you allow. If you are about to be a leader with courage, think about what you will tolerate when it comes to the behaviors of others. What aligns with your core values and what offends or violates those va- those rules? Will you reward good demonstration of those values and will you follow through on teaching those who break your code of ethics, honesty and fairness? Or as a group of advisors recently told me, you have two choices, accept these bad behaviors as normal or retire. As you might have guessed, I still haven't bought into their advice. <laughs> you know, like if you step outside of your role to think about the right and wrong, you will see that rationalizing bad leadership behavior doesn't hold up well, especially in the context of how your organization is in turn perceived. We judge ourselves by our intentions. We judge others by their actions. But now, it's time to judge ourselves as the leaders we claim to be. The moment you, you state your intentions, your next action will be watched closely by your stakeholders, your employees, and even the person you're meeting for coffee. What will they say about you when you're not in the room? And what will they assume about your business after that? And please, 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 make action more than what you speak. It is very important. From today's topic, I really hope that everyone can learn new things about business and maybe you can share this with any of your friends. It is a pleasure to be here today talking to all of you. At least, this is one of the things that can make me happy and I appreciate each one of you that listen to this podcast. Oh, and don't forget to get your snake plate at nearby KFC for only 10 ringgit. It is only applicable with terms and conditions apply. Check it out now. Thanks for joining us this week on Kepo Cafe. Make sure to visit our website www.kepocafe.com.my where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes or Spotify. If you found value in the show, we would appreciate a rating on iTunes and Spotify. Or if you simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. Have a good day everyone. Happy New Year. Not to forget that together we fight against this pandemic COVID-19. It's just a matter of time. We will win. Stay safe and goodbye.